a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon. Welcome back. I'm Greg Scordis filling in today for Boyd Matheson. You know, they, during the breaks, they keep showing Boyd's face and he's a lot younger and better looking than me so if you're if you're following us along uh, streaming uh, picture me as looking at like Boyd Matheson um, over the weekend or at least recently uh, the Republicans uh, took the stage at CPAC CPAC is the conservative political action conference and uh, as you might expect uh, former president Donald Trump delivered the keynote address um, we're joined this afternoon by Luis Alvarado, a political strategist and consultant who frequently appears on CNN, Univision, Telemundo, Politico, and various national and Spanish language media. Uh, Mr. Alvarado, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Hi, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here with you. So tell me this. What did we learn about the importance or at least the ongoing significance, uh, if you will, of former President Donald Trump, as it relates to the future of the Republican Party at CPAC? Well, first of all, it, it confirms that he's still on stage. He's still in command, and he still has a voice. And there are those that are going to follow him, are going to support him, and still see him as the standing leader of the conservative movement. Uh, but it also tells us that there are some Republicans where usually you would find greater participation of re- Republican elected officials. Uh, many stayed away uh, thinking that uh, it might hurt them in future elections. So um, it, it puts a lot of Republican politicians, and we, we appreciate that here in Utah about as much as anywhere in the country, in an awkward position because if you want to keep your base, uh, you need to support the former president. Uh, but that also disenfranchises you from a lot of voters. And uh, we saw, uh, at least by some accounts, Donald Trump lost the election by a significant amount. And is this something where the Republicans, do you think, uh, Mr. Alvarado, would just assume he, he took a hike and, and sort of was, was consulted the party? Or is he still very much a player in, in where the party's going? I mean, is he going to be the candidate in 2024? Well, those that are elected uh, officials uh, and work in uh, the government uh, do want to see him go away because it makes it a challenge. It it makes it very difficult. Uh, Working in politics, and this is where the accusations of being corrupt are always the the unfortunate aspect of it. But being in politics means you're working to find consensus among other Americans who try to reach the same destination, but we're all only talking about different pathways. There's the more conservative, the more liberal or progressive. There are those who are most of us are moderates. Moderates don't want to hear the extremes, but the extremes are the ones that are shouting loudest and the ones that are taking the center stage. But to get things done at the end of the day and look at any family and any household in any part of America, you're always going to find people that love each other, 
but don't agree always. And you have to find a way to live together, and you have to find a way to come to a consensus. And most uh, elected officials, regardless of they're progressives or conservatives, need to find a way to find solutions for their constituents so they can get reelected. With Donald Trump's in power, when uh, the ultra-conservatives are, are dominating the conversation, it takes away from any success that any Republican can have in trying to govern, regardless if it's a city council, municipality, or it's in the U.S. Senate. You know, it, it, it occurs to me, at least, that um, President Biden is probably a one-term president. I mean, he's, uh, he's not getting any younger. Uh, he's, uh, doing a, doing a, he's, he's working very, very hard right now. But I, it seems that the 2024 uh, presidential race is going to be wide open. The Democrats uh, are just as bad as the Republicans about shooting themselves in the foot and putting forward mm-hmm. candidates who uh, take what what you've just articulated really well as sort of taking an extreme position. Uh, there was some talk and some excitement, I guess, at CPAC about another candidate, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Um, is he mm-hmm. a potential candidate for president? Is he somebody who's who's different than Trump, or is he more of the same? Well, if aliens showed up and took Donald Trump away, and he never came back. Certainly, DeSantis would be the first guy that people would look at on the conservative movement as probably the most established leader. You know, if you asked me a year and a half ago, I would have said it was Haley, uh, governor uh, uh, from uh, is it North Dakota. I mean, North Carolina, I believe is where she's from. But no, it's DeSantis from, from Florida. And the interesting part is they're both in Florida. They're within a few miles of each other. So certainly... Uh, there's already some confrontational situations there where they found themselves, where they're at odds because he's in power. He has to govern. He has to find a way to deliver to his constituents. Donald Trump becomes uh, an impediment to, uh, to him being successful at doing that job, which is what actually you need to do to convince the nation as a whole uh, that you're the best qualified person to lead at the White House. It was interesting. Uh, there was a, a survey of the constituents at CPAC, and in one vote, they left Donald Trump off. And uh, that was the poll where uh, DeSantis, who you've just talked about, uh, had a huge uh, majority. I think he had like 68% of the vote. Um, But interestingly, uh, Pompeo, Mike Pompeo, came in second with 5%. Donald Trump Jr., uh, President's son, came in third with 4%. And Vice President Mike Pence clocked in at zero percent i mean is is that where the republican party's headed are they so mad at vice president pence that he's not he's not well we have to make a distinction that cpac is not a member of the republican party they're not chartered as a republican organization they're they they stand as the the soul of the republican party or that's how they would like to be uh identified uh with regards to being conservative but you know it does that poll doesn't uh surprise me whatsoever uh, certainly, DeSantis is is somebody who would genuinely, uh, organically uh, seems like the leader of the conservative movement. I would say that Mike Pompeo uh, uh, came in third because he has been campaigning actively within those circles uh, and making moves to ensure that that specific conglomerate of political activists find him as a as a prospect candidate for future ventures joined this afternoon by louise alvarado political strategist louise in the in the next 30 seconds i'm going to put you on the spot who are our candidates who are our presidential candidates in 2024 maybe you can give me the top one or two in each party (laughs) 
from the Republican Party. Yes. Uh, and the Democrats. Would be, well, I think the Democrats, if, if you think we're having a situation right now trying to figure out who would be our next standing uh, Republican to uh, to run for office, the Democrats are going to have a bloodbath because yeah. Kamala Harris thinks that that she is the uh, obviously as the vice president, it, it, no questions asked. She, it, it's her job, but we've seen her stumble off the gate, and 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 there are going to be plenty of well-established Democrat leaders who are going to throw their names in the hat. Who are going to have way more funds than she has. Who are going to have way much support in the Midwest. Kamala Harris is just a placeholder. She is not going to be the next president. This I is think. going to be an interesting but, race. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, receiving federal dar- dollars through Utah for the American Rescue Plan. What is that? Join us in a few minutes. We'll tell you. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.